Wilson Hall presents Forgotten Futures with John Hancock as the GM. Assuming you don't want to just, you know, chat for an hour, which I'm perfectly fine with, mm-hmm. um, would anyone like to recap what happened in the vomit stained spectacular last week? Well, <laughs> it was um, the spaghetti beast in the back of the taxi with um, its tentacles. Is what happened. We we went to the the. Uh, the, the, the lake, was it a reservoir? The lake where the, where we believe patient zero had first occurred. Well, they call us a lake. (laughs) We were all in the ground with some mud in it. Um, it it was, uh, it was eventful in that while our boffin, Mr. Johnson, John Johnson? John Jones, obviously, um, built a device which could not only hear the, uh, the radio signal of kind of mysterious crying voices he produced a method of so that temporary block be a radio then uh, at least suppressing well, it a bit he basically built a jammer um with a small radius um which seemed to attract the attention of uh, uh numerous <laughs> pod slash skip spaghetti people um if you don't mind me mixing my alien metaphors um oh, no and uh, we saw one particularly appear to be a policeman, so we obviously um, accosted him and stuck him in the back of our car, which seemed like a good idea at the time, but surprisingly... Um, he did he, appear still to be in control of his mind at that point, though we couldn't be certain of that. He, he, I, but, he, but he was my, talking reasonably sensibly. My theorem is that he could no longer hear the rest of the... the accumulated alien mind yes. and it seemed to upset him to the point where he attacked us. Alas, our interrogation was not fruitful. Um, no, no human policeman would be in any way upset by being abs- <laughs> accosted and bundled into the back of a car so we knew by the fact that he was upset that he must be an alien. But the other clue was the fact that he turned into um, a uh, very early version of string theory and attempted to eviscerate us and or throttlers. Um, whereupon our muscle man, um, Emily, threw him out the back of the car and we electrocuted him a bit and then drove off. And were shots fired or am I misremembering? Shots were fired. A, a shot was fired. At very close range, in the back of a car. Nobody was hurt. Nobody of importance was hurt. Um, the, the good old Webley Mark V bullet, especially if you use an Irishman and Martians. <laughs> so I think I can, I, think I can feel where our beloved GM is going with this. Can you? Mm, I think I can feel the... Um, you can hear in the distance a piping sound, almost like somebody's blowing a whistle. There are more of them now. 
I think well, I if you've got any really good ideas for where this plot might go, send me a very quick email. Otherwise, <laughs> whatever comes into my head. Well, we <laughs> no, I was just thinking. I was just thinking that basically we've just bundled somebody out, bundled the policeman out of the car, shot him twice. Looking then, on the bright side, the body doesn't look much like a recognisable policeman. He was um, still, wasn't it a bit like Shaun of the Dead, where they yeah, the thing in Shaun of the Dead, if you remember, is you could sort of hear the bones, and he was obviously all angular. Yeah, not not so much of that. Okay, um, but he's all right, though. Really, he was still moving, wasn't he? Twitchy. Was. Well, bits of it. Um, he was starting well, to stand. I'm, I'm not a medical man, but I, I would not, not that. this time. <laughs> that indicates he's okay. Um, our two plans that we came up with, and we were going to go with the first one was to either go to Marconi or to our own personal radio station because I'm shocked that having conquered all the monsters in it, maybe I played too much D&D, but I, I assumed that meant we'd now owned the place and could loot it. Um, but apparently that's not the case. It wasn't going to restock. <laughs> well, I hope not. Um, so we were going to go to Marconi and... Well, which is quicker to get a huge drumming transmitter built? We can go to Marconi and, and spend time convincing them of things. Yes. Or we you can. Had, you uh, had also said you wanted to clean up a little due to the blood splatters and vomit. Or we can get the prof to uh, take control of the of the relay network from one of the boxes, which I'm sure he's confident of being able to do. Well, the advantage of the because relay, al- network... although this is not GURPS, I can see a character with overconfidence when I'm in a taxi with one. <laughs> well, we know. I th- I think if we go to the source of the relay network, we know that we'll catch all the relays because that's where they're coming from. And that would be Apex Wireless Co. That's my suggestion, but Marconi's. But we uh, don't. Hang on, I don't think Malik compensatory tower. I don't think I we think have any reason. To, I don't think we have any reason to suppose that Apex is actually making the transmissions. They've built the relay network, but no. But the, all the relay networks are connected to Apex, aren't they? As far as we know, so I think we need both. What Marconi as well. Hmm. I just feel, don't you think, Mr. Marconi uh, or his company is, is trying to compensate for something with this massive tower that he has built? Can't say no, really notice it most one of those patriarchy this, things. This is the time for that conversation, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> I'll get him on your side. <laughs> I'm sure he's a fascinating gentleman. He is, actually. He's obviously just compensating for something. I mean, so. if your way of compensating for a small willy is to invent um, radio, then yeah, discover it, then you, you, you're doing all right, really. Donald Trump, um, take note. Yeah, I was going to say, as opposed to you know befriending dictators and not knowing how to wear a tie. Dick who? Dictators. You, you must have seen people suffering with that condition. <laughs> so basically, Donald Trump is the spiritual successor to Mother Teresa. I am in no way... Uh, he, is, he is possibly worse than Mother Teresa, yes, although it's probably a close call. Yeah. Uh, given now, that now I we'll see if anybody enter, listens to this stuff. I have to enter America to take an exam in some years. I am no longer taking part in this conversation. <laughs> yes. So, uh, Dr. Yeah. Dr. Nicholas Marsh. <laughs> they call me Doctor over there. Well, oh, they call me Doctor be. here too. Yeah. They call me Doctor Marsh. Um, right. Um, let's. Well, uh, it's up to you, gentlemen. What do you think, John, would be the best thing to do? Not you, John, the other John. What do you think, Professor? Um, well, um, I, well I'd, I'd quite like to um, change my clothes. Um, 
uh, in the back of the car? Well, we probably well, need no, to clean no, no, the no, car no. up a little bit. No, well, <clears throat> uh, we've got, we've got, a, we've, I've got a spare set of togs at yours, haven't I? Yeah? No. I have. Well, you say you say hers. It's actually the office, uh, isn't it? I I live at Median Grey, um, temporarily. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure I've. Yes, um, that bag that um, you keep tripping over. Um, I said, please don't touch. Um, yeah, that's that's. Uh, I I use that to line the cat litter tray. Oh, it'll be all right. Probably too. Sure, you haven't got a cat, though, have you? No, <laughs> no, but the toilet's so far away in the night. <laughs> uh, okay, well, we will pop back to our um, gar- garage <clears throat> and just clean up the car quickly. We have a garage. Uh, yep. Yep, we do. Uh, what garage? There isn't a garage. <laughs> <sighs> Why don't we hire the, the, well, hang on, sure, surely we've got a garage. Sure, because we hired we hired the um, car from that. Uh, well, no, we don't want to pop back your, to that garage. garage. <laughs> no, 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 it's not our garage. I didn't think we were. I mean, there yes, is a... this, you probably need the car later in the day. So if this is the right moment to take it back in this condition and then say we're going to need it back cleaned up, you can go for that. It'll probably be a different car. Let's face it. Um, Assuming I you have would... more than one car. I was thinking I might slip our driver a couple of shillings and uh, ask him to uh, basically hose it down. Uh, forensics are not very advanced at this stage. <laughs> so it sounds good to me. So it doesn't need to hose it down with bleach. <laughs> That's right. Uh, no, I'm just so, just hose it down. Well, we, we do need to decide where we're going then, and then he could drop well, us there. We could drop us at the drop us up off of the office... We'll get cleaned up, we'll get ready. He mm. can then basically, while we're doing that, he can um, tidy the car up a, a little bit and hose it down. Um, yeah. Just, uh, if, if he has access to it, I don't suppose we've got, uh, John, you, you don't know how access the, do they even have police radios at this day and age? They I don't, don't do think they? they do. No. Not even no. in cars, I, I don't believe, not no. in 1910. So we can't monitor the, the, the pig chatter. As, as the, uh, the young, young Well, you can. Are. You just stand around the police station and listen to the shouting. <laughs> Interfere with the pneumatic tubes as they are fired around the <laughs> Well, I think you've interfered with the pneumatic <laughs> tubes. That's with that yes. Webley. Yeah. Please, please, please don't interfere with my pneumatic tube. I'll tell you that kind of thing. I mean, There's is is not oh, enough gin oh, in the world, oh, John. Don't oh, worry. Oh, Inside the back of a car, it's ridiculous. Let's okay. We'll uh, get changed, clean the car up. Hopefully, an hour later, we'll meet back at the car. Well, you'd probably want the car to meet you back at the uh, office. Is that what you mean? Yes. Yes. I think we should outside the office. Ah, the the jammer is is pretty much built into the car, isn't it? Yes, it is. Right. I think I we mean, should stay it's, together. It's quite it's quite easy to unhook the sort of small. Unit, but you attach extra things to. Yes, we did. Mm-hmm. So effectively, you have a sort of small, the original small radius, not the enhanced mobile version. <clears throat> it's probably well, worth doing then. Benjamin, you don't mind getting your hands dirty. You could stay with the car and give it a bit of a clean while uh, we pop upstairs and get changed. I love how that wasn't phrased as a question. You don't <laughs> mind getting your hands dirty. Um, I mean, I, I can always. Um, I mean, if you if you if you're worried. 
Ah, I wonder what, if that's why they... I'm going to go upstairs and get changed. While you're there, um, here's, the keys to, here's the keys to my lodgings. Pick up, pick up the uniform. I'll change into that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I can do that. Um, um, what, what's your... Is it like a... Keys. Keys. <laughs> um, you know the Christmas tree lights that are the um, defence against dark arts or whatever? The I do. Elect- I, I know, Carnetti's, I know Carnetti's electric pentagram, is it? Yeah. Pentacle. Uh, Pentacle. But, but, yes, um, there are two that, that you could be referring to, but I think it's that. Yes. <laughs> uh, Christmas tree lights that look like... Um, um, yeah, um, I think I could um, pass this frequency through them. Right. Interesting. So if we're looking to capture somebody, or if we're looking to protect ourselves, we could possibly um, use that use that as well as our normal um, tools uh, and the radio. Very good. And um, I you, do you carry believe on then that you have a radio upstairs, don't you? Let me just pop up and just borrow it. Uh, you're, you're very welcome too. I will be in the bathroom. Okay, you go to unlock the front door. It's unlocked. Ooh, somebody uh... unlocked or broken? No, unlocked. There's no sign of forced entry. We don't know who else has a key, do we? Feck it. Okay. Well, I would have thought the actual owners do. <sighs> you are the. Actual well, we. Owner. I am the actual owner. We are. We're probably so, paying well... rent on the office, though. No, I think we bought. That's why I'm not living anywhere else. I bought it outright. Okay. Uh, stop and listen. Stop. Our time. Yeah, we can stop that right away. Um, you won't be able to hear anything particularly. There's typical noise from the street. You know, you are on sort of not quite a busy high street, but. You know, you know that uh, end of the of a high street where people walk along, thinking, "I wonder if there's anything else just here," and then they stop before they get to your shop. You're at that uh, end. <laughs> turn round and head back. Yeah, yeah. No, there's nothing there. No, it's just a roundabout. To Dixon's. Um, okay, let's um, quietly stealth our way up the stairs. Are you actually going to try and stealth your way up? Well, I'm not going to try, John. I am going to. Okay, you're 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 most of the way up already. Brilliant. Yes. Well, that'll make my. I, I, I think you're the camouflage. Yeah. Right. You may. You may possibly get a minus in that case, Nixon. If the professor is just walking upstairs. Well, hopefully, I'll get a stealth bonus, even if he does. Yeah. Uh, you're. Well, let's just say you're very, very quiet. Um, okay. The professor and his um, blakey-tipped brogues is less quiet. Well, I'm also surprisingly quiet. Right. So the person upstairs probably thinks there's only one of you coming. <laughs> uh, you can see through the the frosted glass with you know medium grey stencil on it. Um, it's a little dark in there and looks like the blinds are drawn. Oh, I shall go in and see see what's inside. And as you go in, um, <clears throat> there, if you recall, sort of two desks, and behind the one over by the window. There is a shape, slightly silhouetted because some light is leaking through. Um, takes you a moment for your eyes to adjust, and you realise it's uh, it's the vicar. Oh, hello, Redland. 
Would you mind if I open, the, open these curtains? It's uh, rather dark in here. I'd rather we kept things shuttered. Oh, okay. Don't mind me. And um, I meander back out and go into the uh, thing and start basically I'm just grabbing the Carnegie. Professor. Professor. Oh, it's the Professor. Ref- it's the referend in there. <laughs> Why? Well, <laughs> I think he probably got fed up of waiting for us, so he decided to sit down. Okay, I'll march into the office. I will loom behind Emmeline. I think it's still morning, isn't it? Um, he uh, half rises from the chair, but doesn't stand up completely. Good morning. Excuse my making myself comfortable while I waited. How did you get in here? Well, that's we have our ways. Book of Revelation, for example. Behold, I have set before you an open door, which no one is able to shut. Ah, they lent you a spare key, did they? I understand you've been busy. Who who are we, and why are you in our office? I will have to ask you to leave, or You're I asking me who you are. No, no, you said we have our ways, Reverend. Well, we're never truly alone, are we? Could you please uh, vacate my chair? Well, I, I think we, we, the gentleman has things to say. It's something of a warning. You are risking quite a lot, and I don't think you understand the game you're playing. I will, I'll, 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 there are forces, things, hidden things, that man is better off not knowing. I have seen oh, no. some of these things already, and I am no man, Reverend. I do not oh, need no, your no, warning, no, and no, I do no, not care for your... I do not care for your forthrightness, if you would please vacate our officers. Absolutely, you certainly seem like someone who isn't in any way forthright, and straight speaking. It's my office, you fat monkey, so... <laughs> what my colleague means to say is... <laughs> 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 that, that, that we would be fascinated to, to discuss this, at, at, indeed, at some length further. Uh, uh, and per- perhaps Judges 921 might be appropriate, but uh, for, for the moment I, I feel we have a certain amount of urgency, unless, of course, your your discussion does indeed have that urgency. It has some urgency, because if you continue with the course of action which you seem to have undertaken, I fear that you are going to bring something of a plague upon the world. There is already a plague upon the world, so we have to... And we are doing our best to contain it. Go on. You're not really doing not very well, different. are you, Reverend? That may be because unexpected players have joined the game. I represent an organisation which for centuries has kept men in the dark for their own good. Oh, You would do well not to upset that. It seems like half the population of whatever town we're in Milton Keynes is Mowbray. You're not in Milton Keynes. Where are we again? Practically, no one would even know what Milton Keynes. Milton well, Keynes is virtually nothing at this point. It seems it's like half the population is infected already. Hammer, uh, I think, it? And we have been assaulted twice by these 
beings. Perhaps you could share with us what you know about them. Now we are no longer in the dark. And while there may have been provocation on the second occasion, or the first, it was simply a matter of asking certain technical questions. I'm reluctant to share information, since that is rather the point. Too much information is being unearthed. There is a reason why our symbol is a shuttered lamp. Some things are best kept in the dark. Think of us perhaps as as a machine gun that has broken loose from its mounting. Something is going to get shot, but you can help get it pointed in the right direction. Yes, or alternatively, we could stop it, contain it, dismantle it. Can you? Can we help? This would seem wasteful, given that uh, our, our overall objectives would appear to be similar. Yes. He stands and reaches for his hat from the desk. So, well, you seem determined. I would uh, ask that you think things over. Yours are not the only lives at stake. Good day to you. How are you I'm going? Not wish the same to you, Reverend. If I come back into the room festooned with uh, Christmas tree lights. <laughs> I've made you a glass of lemon barley water. <laughs> At least that's what I assume it was. It was just in Emmeline's room on the side. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't get to the loo. Farewell, Reverend. And don't let the swinging door slam you in the ass on the way out. Oh, he's gone. One always thinks these things rather too late. Um, Ah, yes. Staircase wit. (laughs) Displayed escalier. How often has the perfect bon mot slipped from your lips just fictionally after you needed it? Don't let the door hit you in the arse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Oscar Wilde, where are you now? It wasn't till ages afterwards that I thought how funny it would have been to have said, Oh, bugger off, you old fart. <laughs> well, you can hear the uh, footsteps receding downstairs. Well, what yeah. should we make of that, gentlemen? Uh, warnings, but no offers of help. So what does he suggest? That we to do nothing while these that would seem to be the case. beasts rampage across Molsham. Molsham. Why can I not remember that? I don't know. Is Mal- it because it's a made up name? Near Chelmsford, if you like. Um, this oh. village, oh. a small town near to Chelmsford would do. <laughs> Yeah. Feel free to say Chelmsford one two three. Let me remember. Yeah, that is basically the re- well. No, the reason I, I chose it is because of Mark Ernie. But um, yes, Chelmsford one two three is all I know about Chelmsford as well. That was a kiss. It's <laughs> largely forgotten, but it was not bad at all. Mulvall. Anyway, yeah, Jimmy Mulvall is producing it. Anyway, um, well, he is. Yeah, too. Good. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, well, gentlemen, well, that, that, that was seriously unproductive. Well, there were no concrete offers of help, and he seems to be suggesting we just sit and do nothing. But and as trust we him have to been... know what's best, which obviously is some, something that you, Emmeline, in particular, have been historically very good at. Uh, trusting men to know what is better than me. Yes, he doesn't really seem to have done his research, does he? Uh, um, exactly. Um, I. Well, aside from anything else, we have been hired to do a job, and by Jimbo, we're going to do it, which is to get to the bottom of uh, why our 
uh, Mrs. Augustine Prendergast was not able to receive her broadcast of Nellie Melba. Well, to be f- strictly fair, we do have an answer to that. Because the communication between the alien invaders was overriding the airwaves. Yes, but we can't guarantee that won't happen again, and until that happens... She did not hire us not to, to cause it not to happen again, did she? Did she? I, I think that was better, generally... Better check the contract. It's been implied that she wanted the problem solving rather she, she than just rather, identifying. Rather than explaining, particularly when we say, oh, what well, I you thought do? that would be an extra. Uh, well, obviously, it will go on expenses, as will the uh, the Bentley, as I insist on calling it, even though it isn't. Um, to saving of planet Earth. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's probably a Humber or something. It's certainly not it's a Bentley. Bentley. I, th- I think we're ready for a Humber. Uh, no, don't think you are. Okay. I, I think no, it was more thirties. Yeah, oh no, the the round well before then. Um, I think Humber's around now. What is the best car to murder an alien policeman in the back of these days? Well, it's hard to say. Um, quite a lot of the car you've got you've got a slight problem that British cars are, are playing catch up really a little bit behind uh, the continent in America because um, until not that long ago there was the rule that you had to walk in front of them with a red flag. So you could only do four miles an hour, which they didn't have anywhere else, so everybody made these really powerful, fast cars. So there are cars capable of in faster runners. <laughs> no, you couldn't exceed four miles an hour, that was the, that was the law. They, they had to walk four miles an hour. Um, so and isn't it true, though, the average commuting speed in London is still yeah, slower? Yeah, than the bicycle. Yeah. Um, I was fascinated to learn over that the reason that the red flag law came into effect was that it was the train companies attempting to stop the rise of steam-powered automobiles mm-hmm. by making them inconveniently slow. They succeeded in stopping the rise of steam-powered automobiles. automobiles. I mean, imagine that. In the 1850s, there was a huge rise in steam-powered automobiles. Slightly later loads of electric cars. I was going to say, I I know in the early 1900s there were more electric cars than petrol cars. Who knows what else they could have found to power them. You might have been going past with a sack of potatoes and some citrus fruit on the back of your car. (laughs) But anyway, we may possibly digress. We digress. I think we are going to note the Reverend... What was the Reverend's surname? What Reverend is he? I I know him because he's been creepily watching me through the window. It, it says Reverend Gardner on the uh, sign outside the church. And it's that Reverend, isn't it? Oh, yes. And he was the sh- Order of the Shuttered Lamp, which sounds eerily familiar. I don't think that was their official name, but it is does appear to be their symbol. Their symbol. I'm going to call them the Order of the Shuttered Lamp until otherwise proven. Right, okay, we have a potential... Rival slash enemy slash ally, if only they would listen to us. But that doesn't solve the problem. He, like Maria, he. How 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 do you solve a problem like Maria? Um, I, I, I mean, for all his talk, he's not the one getting um, linguined in the back of a taxi, is he? Good God. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a valid point. So, uh, I mean, they, we've already attested, we may already be in danger from this alien threat, so either we sit here and do nothing, uh, and also don't do anything on the single job that we currently have, or we attempt to do something about it. He seems to be implying we're bringing the world into danger, but I, 
I think the world's already in danger. He didn't really seem to have an answer to that. Uh, Yes. Let's go and sort it out. So while Mm. while I have some broad sympathy with his viewpoint, I don't think he's told us enough to work with. Uh, Exactly. Well, we would have been prepared to work with him, but he wasn't prepared to work with us, and so he can um, naff off while we solve the problem and gain all the uh, lovely loot and experience points that are bound to shower upon us once we've solved this particular issue. So, you've come to a decision. So, wash, brush up, and then uh, the car should be around. Is that the plan? Yes, and then did we decide on Marconi? You needed needed to get a a uniform, did you say? Well, since presumably all my spare clothes are at my flat anyway... Uh, the, the set I'm changing into will be, will be the old uniform, which is possibly a little snugger than it used to be, but uh, should should be useful for impressing people. Is this from the the Martian War? Yes. Oh, oh dear, he's going to be having flashbacks next. <laughs> right. I, I um, mean, uh, the helmet with Marty don't surf stencil upon it. <laughs> 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 It's a, it's a little poor taste. Um, but, okay, that's fine. Let's go... Now, are we going to go to Marconi's, or are we going to go to uh, the Axis? Who is closer? Axis? Or, or are we going to, to uh, Apex? Uh, are, Apex. Are, we, are we going not, to confuse yet. the GM and split our forces? There's well, the sound of the car pulling up at the front were rather more rapidly than you would have expected... Uh, something of a squeal and a sliding of brakes on the gravel, and the uh, the comical honk of the horn. Ah, oh, he's and getting into the spirit of the thing, big, excellent. Big squeezy horn, which sounds uh, somewhat insistent. Right, let's let's get in. Parker, um, slash Jenkins, we would Parker, like... I thought we were leaving. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um, we would like to go to... Uh, He's already pulling away as you're getting in. In fact, okay. before you get, <coughs> forgive the um, the sudden departure. Um, and the we appear to have been followed. Did you? Uh, oh, did you shake must them? Be doing something right. Uh, now, gentlemen, shake is uh, spy jargon for have you managed to lose the person who's following you? Uh, Jenkins, did you shake them? There is uh, a bump, a slight squeal as the uh, car lurches across the road, and he uh, puts his foot down a bit more. So, <clears throat> Not entirely successfully, man, no. Oh, it appears we've picked up a tail. Gentlemen, tail is spy jargon for someone who is following you. This is very exciting, then. Yes. How do you know all of these things? Uh, I don't know. I was uh, obviously occupied as a librarian for the previous I'm not a secret agent. <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, the more observant amongst you may notice um, a Sunbeam delivery van uh, for a looks like a butcher's or something that is behind you and it appears to be driven by two policemen well it's driven by one policeman and there's another one in the passenger seat policeman well known for using delivery vans yes yes indeed there is a third policeman um, for any Brian fans who is basically on the sort of uh, step it's not exactly got running boards but he's got a step outside and he's holding on interesting He he would appear to have a revolver of sorts Dear, Let's on. get to wherever we're going quickly, please, yeah, Jenkins. I, do, I mean, he's Jenkins. Is just which, whichever one we think is closer. Yeah, which is closest, Apex or Marconi, Apex, Jenkins? Apex is closer, but it's not that. It's not that far past it to Marconi. 
uh, Marconi's actually probably on a bigger road. If we turn up with the police in tow at Marconi, they are less likely to listen to our story and more likely to say, please, policemen, arrest these, even if they're... I, I, I think uh, we're going to have to go to Apex. Come on. Do we have a detective or anything like yes. that? Yes. Um, or if you haven't, just a roll on mine just against a five, please. Five versus five mm, is seven. Four, seven, six. yes. Um, oh, a roll of 11 was not ideal at that moment. No. Uh, well, while uh, you're discussing with the driver where to go to and the, the best route, uh, the prof looking back uh, as to why you're being repeatedly rammed by a delivery van, uh, you recognise the officer in the passenger seat. Oh. He's not looking his best. Oh. That's, um, that's that policeman chappy who... Um, Can you turn on the radio? Could you turn... What are the others? No. You haven't met um, them yet. I, I don't think we're going to meet them in a social situation. You might be able to guess, but you haven't met them. Pro- Professor, could you <coughs> um, turn on the... Is it um, Incas and Stapes? Um Could you turn on your... Uh, that, was a, that was a little anatomy joke there. Um, could you turn on the jammer, please, Professor, while we head towards Apex, please, Parker? Chop, chop. Right over. No, don't, Parker. I mean... <laughs> God, language is so imprecise! <laughs> right, so let's see how good your driver is. What the world needs is a new and rational language. <laughs> I shall call S- it S. Um, Escargo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they roll. Uh, right, they're both successful. It's really touch and go stuff. They come to tr- try and ram the car again. Excuse me. Your driver has just swerved just in time to miss. There are other cars on the road, um, because if you're heading towards Marconi, you're going to be on a major road. I'm hoping the jammer will confuse them a bit set up and running. Uh, or Apex, they're, they're both in the um, same direction to start with. Benjamin, I don't suppose you could take some pot shots at them? Would that be... If, if you wouldn't mind, this is the worst action movie ever. <laughs> if, if you wouldn't mind, Benjamin, I would have... Uh, I, I feel it would be I open to misinterpretation. I gloves, but still... <laughs> <laughs> I feel it would be open to misinterpretation by the um, what, what I can reluctantly have to call witnesses. Uh, okay, fair enough. Right, um, so the driving is all over the place. Can I attempt to switch on the jammer anyway? Uh, yes, you can do that. Um, had you taken it out of the car or had you not? No, we no we'd left we it there. So it will no, work. Then. No, but I've, brought, I've still brought the, um, um, the um, Christmas tree light in there. Anyway. Yeah, okay. And all the batteries and everything, so that's in it. Oh, God, yes. I mean, you know. Yeah, it's, it's a big arrangement, though. You can't have too many batteries. What could go wrong? You know you, you've actually brought some Christmas tree lights, don't you? Yeah. I brought my... Uh, well, that's right. At this date, Christmas tree lights are basically candles. So. Yeah, I'm not sure when the first electric ones came in. Probably quite early, but I doubt many people have them. I think it's 30s to 40s. Is it that they way? Probably a bit flammable. Oh, well, as opposed to candles, which is everybody knows. Uh, <laughs> when put on a resin-bearing tree, <laughs> decorated with paper. Well, I, I was at the Jeffrey a few months back, so I could actually check the photos, but would actually, that would be effort. But, no, but as far as I remember, they were surprisingly late. Okay. What's the Jeffrey? Uh, well, you remember uh, with Zippy and Bungle and George? Oh, yeah. Right, um, 
The officer on the back is taking pot shots. He's successfully hit the car twice. Take pot shots, I said, Benjamin. But no, you couldn't. Um, obviously, they haven't got a siren, klaxon, rattle, whistle, anything like that. They're just driving after you, ramming into you, and shooting at you. So you could oh, come to the conclusion that this is not standard procedure. I suppose one could reluctantly uh, take, take a shot. This yeah, really is the worst, worst action movie. <laughs> Thank you for that vote of confidence. Um, are you going to take any time to, uh, to brace? Are you aiming at anything in particular? Um, they, they're coming in pretty close, aren't they? They and, are, uh, but you're swerving side to side. And, and I'm not a terrible marksman. What the hell, let's go for a tyre. A tyre? Okay, tyre's going to be tricky, but not impossible. Well, yeah, given that we're basically shooting from the oh, front. That's a list of... Yeah, you are. That's okay. a list of um, NPCs. That's no good. Um, Perhaps it would help if I moon your brace, you're very close. Did you really say you were going to move them? <laughs> so I love it. I'm going to do something. No, 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 if you do that, we'll get an 18 certificate and then we can bleed when we're hit. Right. Very it's, good point. It's going to be a minus two to get if you want to get the tyre. Mm-hmm. Because you are going at it from the front. Uh, it's a defence of six. And what's your... Marksman is six. So... Seven or less. Okay, I'll give that a go. Uh, the policeman has missed. I will roll a four. Excellent. Uh, what's the effect of your... Uh, one moment. Uh, eight. Eight, okay. Uh, the old you... hand cannon. Where's the... Sorry, I'm just trying to find... It's not in there. I, I didn't think to just quickly jot down how tough a tyre would be. Oh, very fragile at this stage. Oh, yeah. Practically explosive. Don't they fill them with uh, methane? (laughs) We have tyres too. It could potentially be all rubber, but no, um, it is pneumatic. Um, Oh, that's armour. I was just thinking, that's quite impressive, but that's not actually the right table at all. On combat injuries, marsh and uh, gas. Yes, I'm just looking for our marsh gas. Um, oh, here we go. <laughs> a church door, a piggy bank. You're not that bad, Nick. <laughs> a piggy um, bank. Yeah, let's call uh, let's call it a four. That's the same body as an armchair. So let's call it a four that you're uh, attacking. With okay, the I've got a damage table here. So what's the number, did you say? Eight. Eight, so you need... And uh, eleven, so... That's a roll of nine, so that is an I. You've incapacitated the tyre. You have indeed injured the tyre, um, and it's going to burst, but will it burst dramatically? <laughs> no, it bursts, it throws the car, the... the it is. It is actually a car with sort of a coach-built van on it. But, mm-hmm. um, it throws it across one side. They're desperately trying to uh, to keep hold. And the officer on the side, the one with the uh, the pistol, has been thrown clear. They've kept it on the road, and they're still coming after you. But they've lost some headway because uh, it's missing a tire, or at least a chunk of a tire. Fast mm-hmm. as you can, Jenkins. Don't spare the horsepower. 
Right, you're pulling away a little. I, I have this ingrained reluctance to shoot at policemen more than this you know, strictly necessary. Okay. I'm not entirely sure how you work out what's strictly necessary. From a policeman's point of view, not at all is the amount that's strictly <laughs> necessary. When they're shooting at me, then it's only fair because we're already naffed. So. I mean, we could still argue you held us at gunpoint, so. <laughs> he just put on his old military uniform, pulled the gun, and forced us into the car. <laughs> no, we'd never seen it before in our life, officer. He was raving about Martians. <laughs> so, whose right. name is that on the ownership papers? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can imagine that your character would have basically been able to produce a sheaf of documents as a uh, basically a backup and alibi. Right, uh, you are pulling away and you're able to lose sight of them. They're probably still going. Uh, you never know, they might be looking for another vehicle, but you're out of sight now. Right, let's get to Apex, Jenkins. Yes, indeed. And, and along the way, a couple of small children step out in front of you in the road. <laughs> swerve, they stop, turn and stare. Uh, your driver swerves. Your driver swerves very badly indeed. That's a nine. You need, you need to draw the better than a nine. <laughs> there is um, a scream from a, a passerby as you plough through the middle of two children. And they go streaming and bouncing with sort of, you know, wet streamers of red trailing behind Do them. They the good sort or the bad sort? spaghetti fight. Uh, yes, quite, actually. But the question <laughs> as to whether a, a, you know, a non-medical person would spot that might just think that's what people look like inside. I mean, it and looks like a huge amount of blood and entrails from a distance. Not only did Benjamin hold it at gunpoint, the driver had some kind of <laughs> incredible... <laughs> the driver uh, reaches round the side with a chamois and starts to wipe the windscreen. What sort of car hire company did we choose? <laughs> I don't know, but they, they, they so, work for sorry me. About that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I'm, I'm assuming you don't want me to stop. Just, uh, just no. keep going, Jenkins. We're still in the reports later. Trying to think of them at all. Uh, this is a problem we're trying to solve. Just keep going. They're, they're the same as the policemen. You've got about two or three miles to go. There are a couple of vehicles you can see further. You know, a nice straight bit. You can see a couple of vehicles being driven out into the middle of the road to block it. Benjamin? Two cars have also pulled out behind you. I, 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 while this is indeed the most powerful handgun in the world, it's not that powerful. <laughs> so, Any ideas, um, Professor? Well, I don't know. Uh, am I block? Am I sending out my jamming signal? Uh, yes, you are. And as far as you're aware, when anybody gets into its range, um, it would be working. Yeah. Trouble is, it's very hard to tell. Hmm. Can you Unless make it, it Jenkins? Or is it We're definitely within range, but you couldn't really get a, a, a clear idea of how it had affected them on account of the fact that they were in several pieces. Oh, fair enough. Um, can Jenkins, can you make it? Is there a cross-country route? We're um, in the middle of a town, I believe. Cross-urban route. No, you're between towns at the moment. You've only got a few miles to go. Um, you'll be heading towards 
uh, the outskirts, such as they are, of uh, Chelmsford very shortly. Uh, there are some country lanes and so on. He's reasonably familiar with the area. So I, I think I might be able to, um, to skirt round, but it'll it'll add a bit to the journey. Do it. Well, so will crashing into those. So. Yeah, sure. He makes an excellent point. All right, he does make a fairly poor roll, however. Um, oh. Could everybody just make a body roll? It's only against a four. <coughs> a four? <laughs> uh, so I need a... Uh, so six is probably not going to be enough. I think seven or less is probably all right for me. Pass. You've passed. Yep. Wow. Okay. My body uh, three. I needed a. Uh, what was it? Six. Yeah, you did. Uh, sorry, what did you need, Mark? Did you get? Uh, I, I needed a five, and I rolled a six. Okay. And Emmeline. Uh, Emily needed a seven, and she rolled a six. Right. So. Uh, Everything is uh, pretty much thrown to one side of the vehicle. The professor is thrown rather more severely than the rest of you. You are bruised and bleeding slightly from a cut in the forehead, but uh, otherwise, probably a bit banged about. You're not that bad. Uh, Bloody hell! You don't want to get too many of those, and you've just bled on uh, the captain's uniform. Sorry, captain. Never mind, it's not the first time. <laughs> right. Um, however, the reason that you've done that is because the back end of the car has just slammed into the bank and the hedgerow as he's pretty much lost control, trying to take the corner too fast. Um, he does regain control, however. There's only minimal damage to the vehicle. Right. You're on basically a very small side road, sort of country lane type thing. Uh, get us there however you can, Jenkins. Um, you understand that uh, all damage to the vehicle is... is uh, yes, 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 yes. We'll discuss it later. Yes, there is a cap on how much we pay of the price of the vehicle. I think we've already met it. <laughs> At that point, basically, we're going to have to buy the car. We understand. It's, it's now a question of whether we have to buy Jenkins as well. Oh! <laughs> anyway, he's just made a, he's just made a driving roll. Critical success! Well <clears> done, <throat> Jenkins. The uh, the reason why he suddenly uh, stopped the mid- he's swerved to one side to try and get round. There isn't enough room to get round the uh, six people on horseback who are coming towards you uh, at a rather sedate pace, but completely blocking the road. He turns into what is a sort of a. a gateway leading into a farm field there's a definite bit of a track in there but totally misses it the um, the car isn't quite handling right what with the mudguards being bent and everything and he crashes straight into a fence post this uh, could cause some damage fiddlesticks there is indeed a car crash in yes, here there somewhere. Is. Um... looking on the bright side horses <laughs> <laughs> I have Look actually you. got ride! <laughs> so screw you two. Oh, is there a skill? <laughs> I'm afraid so. Looking at the right, not quite so on my side, spaghetti horses. So against your body then, um, it's an effect of, he was only doing 30 at the time. The so that's one. three, four, isn't it? Uh, four. So, four. so it's an effect of Four against your various uh, bodies. If I roll three, can I roll again? No, hang on. You're, you don't need to roll for it. I'm rolling for it. 
okay. Uh, so, starting with um, uh, Benjamin. Here's That's a relief because I failed miserably. Body three. Uh, body three. So, oh, so that's seven. That's an eight, which is uh, a column A. So that's uh, that's an F result, which isn't, isn't bad, really. Fatal injury. It's not a fatal injury. <laughs> if you want that to be a fatal injury, we're coming to you in a minute, and that's the lowest <laughs> result on the table. Okay, face. okay. not in the uh, face, Professor. <laughs> what was your body? Mm-hmm. Massive two. Two? Two? Oh, nine or yeah. yeah. um, Well, I am a. Somewhat peaky. Five, that's a column B, so uh, it's an injury. Um, so, having been bashed against one side of the upholstery, you're now thrown forward between the seats and crash into the driver's compartment. You know what might help? Some sort of belt in these things. No, good idea. Idea. How would you how would you get out? That wouldn't be safe. No, not um, was it was it three or four that her, Emmeline's body was? I can't remember. Now. Was it four? Five, I think. Was it five? But yeah, uh, not okay. sure. Well, we'll go with that. Uh, so that's a seven. So that's just a flesh wound as well. So nothing too serious. Um, so, result of a flesh wound is body minus one. Result of an injury is minus two. So, uh, an injury uh, is basically something's broken. Ouch. And it is... Da, da, da. Neck. <laughs> That's cause, uh, it's your entire torso. Uh, <laughs> Uh, you've uh, you've definitely broken some ropes there, <coughs> Professor. You're oh. going to have trouble moving about. I cough up a little blood, um, and uh, I whimper. And we wait for Emmeline to get back. Yeah. Yeah, saying about um, seatbelt, my mother-in-law um, basically was one of the few people where if she... Um, she had a car, she had a reasonable car crash, was thrown through a window, and um, actually that saved her life. Oh right. So uh, prior to seatbelts, obviously, because uh, the um, uh, they was serious enough that they actually have to investigate it. And the policeman turned around and said, if you'd have been wearing a seatbelt, you'd have been killed. Oh. So, uh, yes, she. Uh, was uh, picking bits of glass out of her face for the next several years. Wow. Mm. There we are. These are the... But generally, these days, I see that better. Well, you've got airbags as well these days, usually. Yes, yeah. which are utterly lethal, unless you're wearing a seatbelt. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, those of you who received a flesh wound, it's minus one to your body, temporarily. Mm -hmm. And um, the The professor uh, is holding holding his chest and going, ow, 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 my ribs. Uh, Your driver is uh, slumped over the wheel. There's steam and hissing from the front of the car, and it's obviously not going to drive 
looks like the axle's broken. The riders are approaching. Frodo. Are you saying something, Nick? I forgot that I'd muted my mic. Um, sorry. Is that what you were telling us? Yes. Really? I'm going to get out of the car. Uh, well, no, I'm going to check on Jenkins. Whether that means... If right. I can do that from inside the car, that's fine. But if not, I'm getting well, out of the car and getting back in. It, yeah, it's awkward to do it from inside the car. It'd be much easier to just hop out and lean in at the front because it's a, uh, it's a largely open front on this sort. Uh, it's, it's not one of those that's a, a box at the back and a completely open front. I, I think hop might suggest a degree of jauntiness, which I'm not necessarily feeling at this moment. Um, stumble um, and check on Jenkins. Have I got a flesh wound? Sorry. You have, you have yes. Temporarily yep, minus one to your body. So just you are you are having me a flesh wound. Mention it not. I have broken ribs. Oh, I got broken ribs. Oh, my spleen doesn't work oh, anymore. Oh, oh yeah. ribs have never been used to make a coracle across <laughs> the Irish Sea in a winter storm. Well, that's where you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, yeah, check on Jenkins. It's my right. Thing. He's not dead. I will first aid him. You've actually got first aid? I have. I'm going to lift him up off the... Uh, make sure there's, uh, the, uh, the steering wheel isn't holding important bits of Jenkins in. It is, uh, it is a little deeper in his chest than you would suspect is healthy. Um, he's, he's conscious. He's sort of stunned, basically. Um, uh, basically, try to stabilise. Right, so he's... You are going to be able to tell quite easily he's got some broken bones. Uh, looks like his ribs are broken. Um, right, okay, well, I, I'm not... Uh, first aid rolls now. I ain't no doctor, but I, I want to stop him getting worse. In these games, that can be a good thing. <laughs> uh, I don't know what you mean. We can't, I can't Medical okay. skills, recovery, and death. All three things that generally were involved in the same role when it came to Nick trying to save somebody. <laughs> Basically, I'm attempting to stabilise. Um, it's the recovery difficulty of the wound. Yes. Which okay. In this case, is a six. Okay. Super. I have so a first aid of six, which it's means seven, seven or less, I guess. Um, I've rolled a ten. Right. So that's not what we call a successful. <coughs> no, no, no. Okay. Um, well, yeah. Essentially, it, you're not going to be able to uh, do anything to help him. Um, it's very likely that he's he's going to get worse unless he gets some treatment. Same is probably true of the professor. I don't understand. Dr. Crowther told me these techniques were foolproof. Charge me ten pounds. Um, uh, correspondence course, was it? <laughs> part one. We're waiting for part two. Okay. We need to get him medical help. I don't know what you two are doing while I'm doing... Quick, man, off the horses. The fate of the nation is at stake. Also, less importantly, the world. Uh, they are actually uh, dismounting <laughs> and walking towards you. Almost in unison. Mm -hmm. And they sort of 
um, falter a moment. Aha. Uh-huh. Then continue forwards. Okay, they can't approach the car. If it's still they working. Can, they can approach the car, and they are approaching the car. No, 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 they can't approach the, the car. La, la, la. to be quite unhappy about it. Now, if, if only we had somebody with riding skill who, who could get the horses to come a bit closer. Do you want me to look at the professor, or do you want me to attract the horses? I... Given your sterling success with Jenkins, I think I'd like you to look at the, to attract the horses. <laughs> <laughs> I will attempt to get at least one horse closer to me using my riding skills. These are fairly broad skills, aren't they? So I guess hopefully well, they're be... broad, but you're not the horse whisperer, which in this case would have to be the, the horse shouter, because you, the riders have dismounted <laughs> and are walking towards you, so the horses are behind them. Um, what are you going to do? Beckon one over. Come to me, my equid brethren. Come on. Uh, yeah, it's not going to work, is it? Um, uh, no, I mean, riding is more like if you were to go over there and calm the horse and mount it, that, that's fine. That, this car's not going anywhere, is it? No. No, the car is completely shot. The whole front end is stoved in. You did 30 miles an hour straight into a fence post. Okay, I'm going to get round because I'm already out of the car, I'm going to get around behind it and then attempt to stealth and go in a circle to get to the horses. And hopefully the, the other two will keep them occupied. Injured or not? Oh dear, I'm injured. Right, that is going to be really hard to stealth. Let's Piece of cake. Here. They will have seen you moving around. It's the middle of the night, John. How long? How far do you think Chelmsford is? Chelmsford. <laughs> it's a best early afternoon. No, 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 no. Early <laughs> afternoon in Chelmsford. But, but the roads are very bad. You mean twilight hour, as the locals call it? <laughs> when they have their traditional pitch luncheon. <laughs> <laughs> right, uh, let's um, let's see then. It when goes it off body, to, doesn't it, still? When it comes to making a roll... Well, you've got your actual... Have you got your start? Have you got a stealth? I have no stealth skill. Really? No. I am not a woman who sneaks around uh, present uh, activities accepted. Um, I'm generally more forthright. Right. um... Nobody noticed you sneaking around on the outside of that train. I think it is one of those skills that everyone has at half their body. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, it's half your body then. So, uh, that's bear unfortunate. Bear in mind that your body has taken a hit. Do, do you round down or up in this game? Uh, let's round up. Do we round up as a mathematically correct? Thank you. Let's um, round up. Two. <laughs> yeah, and you said up. this was hard, so you were thinking three? Three ish? Um, thinking seven. Um, I have got to get snake eyes or. <laughs> I'm in trouble. So well, think, think, of, think of the triumph when you get one it. in thirty-six. Come on, here we go. Um, no, 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 no. 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 Well, you rolled one in thirty-six. You just didn't roll the right. I did, I, but I rolled an eleven. Um, yes, and you you don't get to add those two together. You don't create a total and then add the digits together. Can I um, take the five off the six to make one? Again, not really how. Uh, game works. You were essentially seen from the start, and although they were a little disoriented by the um, the radio thingy, which is still working, um, you've been seen by at least one of them. Shit. But you're round the back of the car, so you've got the other guys between you and them. 
Is there anyone behind us? Nope. Well, there were people back on the road. That's a few which, hundred yards back. Which direction is it to uh, the Wessex lab? Apex. Well, again, um, you're, you think if you took off across this field, it would take you in the general direction, but of course you turned off the main road. Uh, we've, we've got to run for it, chaps. Come on. Come on, come on. John, we need you. I just groan. I I mean, really. Back up, man. I took worse than that from my own side. (laughs) Come on, John. Um, Only after they'd got to know you, of course. (laughs) (laughs) If we get to Apex, I will. uh, I'll. I'll. I'll fix you. I fix everything. Just look at Jenkins. Good man, Jenkins. Don't worry. You're quite right. You would slow us down. That's not what I said, sir. I said, take me with you, for God's sake. <laughs> well, Prof, look at it this way. You can get on a horse or we can leave you to the Martians. Um, I'm not really... In... You can drag me, but I'm not really in a fit state to do anything. I will, I will weekend you, you the ponies, Jenkins. You can walk, Thumbs up. You can walk uh, but you'll need to be supported. Okay. okay, come on. Uh, I'll carry you. I can't carry oh. it, Mr. Johnson. No. But I can carry you. Miss Green, you need to ride. I, we can't get to the horses. Let's just run across this field, get to Apex, uh, do the do the gizmo with the, the radio thing. You're about two miles away. Piece of cake. That's not going to work, is it? No. They're, um, no. They are advancing on you. At least one of them is reaching into the front of the car. Um, the others are walking round both the front and the back of the vehicle. Okay, I'm just going to make a run for the horses at this point. Round. If they're behind, between the cars and me, I'm going to do a wide circle to get to the nearest horse. I will try right. to get the prof out. Um, I'm going to allow you to use your martial arts here, adjusted, of course, for the fact that you've got the wound, to sort of dodge and fake your way across to do, the horses. Do I, do I get to say hi when I do it? Mm, yeah, but you'll have to wince because of the pain. Oh. Hi, hi. Oh, that no, that just sounds like a slightly creepy come on in the bar. You're against a five in this case because uh, that will be six or less, I believe. With my oh no, 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 no. against a five, yes, it will. Yeah, six or less. That's um, taking into account your yeah uh, with my wound. Otherwise, it'd be okay. seven or less. I've rolled four. Oh, I win. Oh, um, the go for you, you shove one of them into another and you have a, a moment to sort of break and run for the horses. The horses are uh, not exactly thrilled, but you're in with a chance. Can you calm them down using your riding skill? Uh, yes. It's all using about your, soul, obviously. Um, your feminine wild. This is a five I, you're up against. What's your I just want to check it's not affecting my body injury. It's not affecting uh, riding's average of body and soul. Yep. So my ride is five normally. Is it affected by my injury? It isn't. This is more of a soul. For when it comes to the to dealing with the horses, it will be when it comes to doing any difficult riding maneuvers. Okay. So, so moment, no. Okay. So did you say five? So I need seven or less. Five. Or less. Five. 
Uh, right, you're okay. You, you can't whispering sweet nothings, pat it, you know, reach, produce a sugar lump, shove a carrot up its nostril, whatever it is you do with horses, and then slightly painfully swing yourself up into the saddle. Don't, don't do that. Don't sorry, yes. Sugar's very bad for them, isn't it? Don't give them a carrot um, or don't give them sugar. Don't put anything up their nose. Choke is a bad thing. Carry on. I don't think people are listening to us for, for horse maintenance <laughs> tips. If you are, you really need help. Um, and this is the place <laughs> to get so it. So, ladies and gentlemen, on. our first question is about uh, <laughs> how to get a carrot from a ho- out of a horse's nostril. <laughs> Let's call it as uh, Nick from Devon. <laughs> okay, uh, having uh, I'll mount the horse. Yes, you're on. You're on. You're <laughs> on horse. Have, right. have the others got? Uh, they won't have head collars on or anything. So there's no easy way to gather them together. Uh, can I, uh, I? I'll just try and bring as many as I can with me and charge the the people. Are you going to do the whole in, Indiana Jones bit with uh, the string of horses? Eh? Yes, exactly. No camels. Uh, okay, uh, this will be a riding roll affected by your body, I think. I'm going to call it a difficulty of six. So, a lot of people are coming towards you, so the ho- you're trying to get the horses to sort of barrel through them, which this is not to do, but. Yes, but they've never met a character like me. I think I might need five or less. You do need five or less. I got seven. Uh, okay, that's not five or less. No. Um, you reach, grab, almost lose your uh, your seat, so to speak, um, but manage to hold yourself in place, but you drop the uh, the reins. Uh, the reins. You drop the reins Correct. to the other horse. Thanks. Correct. They are reins. Get on this horse, quickly! <laughs> you say gesturing at the horses as they scamper back away from you. The horses scamper, uh, trot, scamper, trot, um, <laughs> step away. Uh, generally speaking, if it hasn't got two wheels and brakes, it's not that great. Yes, because you're such an expert at cars. Two wheels, Nick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that shows what an expert I am, also at cars. Well, you've already, you know, told us all about your, your chats with car mechanics. Uh, yes, you. Um... That makes it sound much seedier than it was. <laughs> Meanwhile, I've been trying to uh, get the prof out of the car. Right, that's that's fine. You uh, you can do that certainly uh, with his arm around your shoulder. You you can walk with him, so you can keep some distance away from these people. But um, the horses are not coming through the group of people, except possibly for the one that Emmeline's on. Well, Slay I... the boffin on the nag, Benjamin. I have no riding skill anyway, but I can try to do that if we get a bit closer. Uh, yeah, you, you're going to have to um, to get through them to get to a horse. Well, um, I'll, I'll bring my horse back first, quickly, towards the side of the car, so we can sling uh, John on it. Right, you're going to have to force through uh, a couple of the people there. Peter Kane. Uh, so this is riding skill, adjusted for your body, of course, and you're up against a six. Oh, easy peasy. Uh, no. Nine. Uh, right, one of them has got hold of your leg. Um, one on the other side has uh, grabbed you by the stirrup. And they're, they're, attempting to, they're attempting to unseat you, uh, but they are sort of working against one another, so they're both pulling on opposite sides, which is not <laughs> exactly comfortable, but isn't tipping you off, um, so to speak. Okay, I'd, I'd like to try and get the horse to, to buck and uh, kick them over, and just knock them over in some way. Right, 
uh, just sort of ride through them effectively. Yeah. Uh, yep. so, uh, so it's going to be same again then. See if you can get that. Uh, they failed to. Yes, they definitely failed to see you. Oh, five. Was that what I need? I don't know uh, what I need. I think it was. Okay. <laughs> um, you don't know what you need. No. Yes, that was five, wasn't it? I, I think it was. I'm two less, so I think five is what I need. You're two less. I'm sorry. I thought you were one. I, I'm two less than the difficulty number, I believe. With my, oh, I, so I basically, I've got a ride of four. Yes, so it depends what I needed. Uh, you're up against five, so um, six or less. Right, uh, just trample them to death. Uh, you barge them out of the way, shake them off quite uh, quite effectively. Um, two of them are heading back for their own horses, and uh, the others. I, I are can't really get Benjamin on this horse. Similar, I, I, we just need the professor. He's the important one. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry <Benjamin>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yes, you can. You can I, I think three up on the horse would not be practical anyway. I, it's you not can, really, is it? You can drape him over the saddle or whatever it is you do with people with broken ribs. Probably not that. Actually, that may be the worst. That thing I would have thought would probably hurt quite a lot. I'll, I'll sit him in front of me right. and uh, put my, my arms around him. In a, a kind of, oh. this is so sweet. How tender. Uh, it's a, a bit tender, actually. <laughs> Good luck, Benjamin. I'll say as I gallop off towards <laughs> you, you rear the horse onto its hind legs and it tips over backwards and crushes <laughs> the two of you beneath its weight. <laughs> right, you're setting off across the field. Um, well, let's cut across to Benjamin then, um, as you are now in the company of five slightly confused um, individuals. They're all trying to, to uh, basically get at you and get at the driver. They're no longer working together the way they were. Yeah, and they're not looking healthy and happy, but they're doing their best to get at you. My basic plan ah, here, such as it is, is to is to stay in the vicinity of the car in in case there's some benefit from the jammer, and just try to dodge around and keep out of reach, and ideally keep them away from the driver as well. Right, you're gonna have to sort of actually tackle them if you want them to get them, to get them away from the driver because there are there's two leaning in at the front now. Um, okay, I don't think I can do that. If you go to just sort of dodge backwards and forwards, it's it's going to be a sort of more of attrition, and you are outnumbered. Yes, although two of them are leaving on horseback. Ah, well, once once I've only got ones on foot nearby, then then I'm prepared to make a break for it because they don't seem to be moving at speed on foot that we've seen. Right. They will, of course, tell all their friends, but yeah. Uh, oh, right. So, that's uh, that's an 11. Uh, one of them does uh, race past on horseback at a bit of a gallop. Um, the other one starts off just a bit too soon and still within the uh, the area of the jammer uh, completely loses uh, his seat and falls from the horse. Uh, the horse oh, okay. goes, starts off racing past the, uh, the car. You oh, what the hell? I've, to, I've got an effective body of two. Let's give it a go. Right, let's see if you can make a, a four to get a hold of it, or if you want to try and jump up, you'll be up against a six. Getting a hold of it while it's moving at speed. Yeah, that's going to work well. Um, you never know. It's only just started moving. On the other hand, yeah, I, mean, I actually have a chance honest, of doing that. So. Uh, dead on a five, so that's actually successful, even with my adjusted body. Unfortunate, I'm afraid, Benjamin. There's probably a certain amount of oof. Yeah, so that's um, that's attempting to get the hold of the thing. Yep. Right, yep. Um, you are 
desperately running along the side of it, basically. It's it's starting to slow down a bit um, as it realises that you're mm-hmm. there and you've got a hold. But you have got a hold. You've put a bit of distance between you and the car. You're now out of the range of the jammer. Yeah. Oh, let's call it a jammer for now. And you'll need to make... If you haven't got riding... Have you got I one? haven't. You haven't. Uh, you'll need to make... Couldn't afford to be in the cavalry. Well... <laughs> um, you'll have to make a body roll just to get up onto the horse and set off in pursuit of the others. Well, that's fair enough. Uh, it's going to be against a four. Yeah, that's a shame. Have you slowed it down? No, that ain't happening. Oh, right. It's a little skittish, um, sort of turning around in circles. You're kind of turning with it and not quite being able to get your foot up into the stirrup. Mm-hmm. Um, Prof and uh, Emmeline, you're on horseback and you can see that you're being followed. I um, will... On a horse, gaining on you. Gallop. This will be a ride roll. Worry about this, John. You're going to be coming up against things like hedgerows and ditches and so on very quickly. And if you're going to set off at a gallop, this is going to be a six. Reminds me of my childhood. (laughs) I'll have to let you into the local hunt now. (laughs) Uh, Against six. That it would work if I was not injured, but I felt you are the. Uh, let's see how the horse does. Uh, the horse refuses at the. Um, uh, could the two of you just make a uh, straight. Well, you can make either a riding or a body roll, whichever's better for you. Uh, riding's better magic. at the moment. Um, you're only up against a four, so it's yes. probably. Pretty bad for the the prof. How much did you make it by? I made it by uh, riding still minus one. Is it? Yeah. So that drops to a four against four. So I made it by one because I rolled right. six. Uh, prof, are you frozen or are you? Uh, no, no, sorry. Uh, okay, it's you'll get a, pl- a, you'll get a plus pain. one to this because Emmeline is desperately trying to hold on to you. But you, what's your current body adjusted for the broken ribs? Uh, zero. Okay, so it's effectively one. Uh, so you need to roll, uh, uh, where are we? You need to roll a four roll, I think. So nine's probably not it. Uh, no. Uh, you leave the horse a little more quickly than uh, is, um, sorry, I've not rolled that many. Um, and crash into the hedge. Oh, at least there was a hedge to break my fall. Can you, as you fall, quickly tell me everything I need to know to, to sort out the apex at radio, uh, the radio at Sorry, Prof, it's only a flesh wound. Is that another minus one? It's another minus one. Um, you're so I'm now on minus scrunched. one. Uh, you're not in a good way. Crap. I mean, from hmm. Emmeline's point of view, you're a pair of legs sticking out of a hedge at this point. <laughs> Uh, how uh, did we get very far? Not as far as you'd like. I mean, you may have done half We're a mile there. or so, possibly. You're not there. Uh, well, you're uh, a mile and a half, a mile away, something like that. It's a little hard to tell because, say, you left the main road, so you're no longer entirely sure where you are. You're working on vague directions. Either we get caught and they do whatever they like to us, or I hoik him out of the hedge, um, strap him back on, and attempt to keep going. So we'll, we'll do. We'll do that. You can you can take that out of context, Roger. Um, 
probably going up on the side. Uh, okay, it's entirely up to you whether you dismount and try and get him back on the horse, or... I, I have to, realistically, don't I? Because I'm not going to just be able That's to pull him out. Even if I put him on the horse, is he compassmentive enough if I get him to apex and stay behind? Does, are, are you conscious, John? He's no um, if you're going to get off and check, probably, you will discover he's no longer conscious. That's probably a little mute. No, yeah. Weak, weak man! Um, <laughs> Don't worry, you can possibly stabilise him. Uh, <laughs> I haven't really got time at the minute. Um, I'll, let's uh, just cram him on the horse, jump back on, get to Apex. Okay, the other rider is going to get to you before you can do that. Why did I not bring a fecking gun? Because it wouldn't have helped. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Yeah, do you have marksmanship? Nope. I mean, That's what, why what, you can't bring a fucking gun. What, what might help would be shooting the horses, but, you know, it's only the fate of the nation and the world at stake. I mean, they've got a very big throat that you can chop. <laughs> with your martial arts, uh, you could probably kill a horse with a single blow. That's I wish not something. Now I, I say it out loud. Emily's <laughs> <laughs> not, not going to do that. Um, okay, as he's approaching, I am going to. Uh, can I spook the horse? I know, I know horses. I know what. You've got right you, know, you know what spooks them? Like somebody just leaping like, up and shouting. Bloody anything! It turns yeah. out. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say so attempting to spook the horse will only be a three you're up against. You can use your your riding and it'll be but a modifier. I, your, I have rolled a five. Uh, five against ride? my ride is five. So. The right, okay. Let's see how the other rider does. Now, bearing in mind that they're not actually skilled riders. Oh, that's an eight. That's not good. Uh, the rider is unseated and hits the uh, hits the turf quite solidly um, although when I say solidly, the body does deform on impact in a very unpleasant way there's oh. a moment and then they start to get back up slightly okay. bonelessly Right, let's get uh, John on the horse and get on the horse and get get on with it You're getting both on the same horse well, he's unconscious. I mean, it would, it would seem a bit cruel to put <laughs> Well, I don't know if you want to try and lead a horse. Or well, what. yeah, okay. You I, kind of need to tie him on, I feel. I would have to tie him on, and I don't know if I've got right. time to do that. It's going to be easier to hold him on the horse than I'm right. on. I mean, are you are you leaving the other horse, is what I'm saying. Or... Yeah. Uh, well, uh, yeah, there's not a lot I could do. I could... <laughs> Yeah, I'll just get back on the horse that I already know is is chummy, um, but I'll put John on first. Right. Okay. Uh, by the time you've done that, the um, the rider currently pedestrian following you is pretty much back on its feet. It's definitely shaken and wobbly. Uh, you know when people say, "Oh, my knees turn to jelly." That's very literal. I could attempt to trample him, but I oh, guess horses don't don't naturally like to trample people. Um, well, that's that's but... good to know. <laughs> what, what, what are the odds of this being a cavalry trained horse? Zero. It's not going to be. I, I, I think it, I, I, I'm just going to head back, head off you to would, Apex. You would guess that these horses have come from a nearby riding school. Mm-hmm. I know Benjamin will have shed every last drop of his uh, his noble blood to prevent any further uh, approaching us, so I'll, I'll just head on to Apex. He, he will have paid... Uh, he will have bought... Our lives dearly with his own life. I know that. 
So. Right. Could you make me a soul roll, please, uh, against a four? Oh, I now I am nothing if not soulful. Five. So I need uh, seven or less, eight or less. Eight or less. Oh well, that's a one. So I've definitely done it. I don't know where the other dice has gone, but that was a five. So six. Yes, done it. Yes. Um, you take just a moment to work out the direction, and quickly move the horse down along the hedge until you find where there's um, there's a gap in the hedge. Get through, and after a, a couple of uh, detours through a small wood, come out onto a road, and you're heading in the right direction. You're almost there, maybe half a mile away from. Uh, from Chelmsford itself, so there are buildings in the vicinity. Super. Super. And there doesn't seem to be anybody uh, sort of blocking the road or acting in a co- coordinated way to get near you. Uh, Benjamin, how are things with you? Oh, not looking great. Any, anything you'd like to do at this point? Oh, no, no, now that the witness has gone. Uh, yeah. I mean, if I could, in fact... Guess as far as a horse, then then I would try to, but I don't. I know I don't have riding skills, so. Mm-hmm. But I'll basically, you... just do my, do my best to keep dodging around. If I can get to a horse, that's great. Right, you can certainly aim towards getting to a horse. There are uh, there are at least a couple spare in the vicinity, and they are. It seems. Sorry, hang on, hang on. I, I was being dragged along by one, wasn't I? Uh, well, yes, you 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 not dragged along as such. You've been trying to get onto it. <laughs> so you've got, I might you... even try doing that again. You've not got too much trouble um, actually trying to mount a horse. Yep, just make a roll against a four just to see if you can get on there. It's going to be your body if you've not got any relevance. Yeah, my current body is two, but I roll a five. Ah, right. Uh, You're up, probably lying across the saddle, but in position Mm -hmm. to sort of slap it across the rump and get going while you try and sort yourself out. Yep. Uh, I'm I'm not even trying anything vaguely fancy. Right, that's Uh, good. Had, had the this, way had the way Emmeline went more or less. At this point, the horse is pretty much doing that. It's seen others mm-hmm. go in that direction. Uh, after a relatively short ride, you do see um, a figure mounting a horse again, and um, it's one of the people who are pursuing you. They've obviously been dismounted at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can just go and go go past them, go around them. Somewhere. Uh, try try to steer clear of them. If 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 they are obviously going to get close, then uh, I I will have to shoot. But I don't want to if I don't have to. Okay, um, but they seem to have a little trouble actually getting into the um, into the saddle. Uh, it's a case of sort of putting the foot in the stirrup, and then the stirrup seems to move kind of through. The leg is bunching up on the top of it as if they're not holding the skeleton together. Mm-hmm. Yes, they have the skeleton. Uh, so they're having a bit of trouble getting on board. Um, don't suppose you get on board a horse. Just skip past the technical stuff. Matt, I've, Matt, I've, done it, I've done it with all of the wireless technology, so let's just do it. I, I, I think you've made, made it clear your, your feeling on, on the, the subtleties of uh, horseology. I, I, I seem to be the only person who thinks that horses are really odd-looking creatures. Nobody else <laughs> seems to notice this because they're so no, familiar. No, but they're, they're really they're really the ally to me. A lot of people think they're kind of noble-looking, but I agree. They're they... triangular heads and... and Anyway, that might be me because I got bit by one of I for one welcome a horse. There's no way a horse is smart enough to lord over anything. Well, maybe another horse. About the IQ level of a sheep, but they look more noble. So there you go. Anyway, less suicidal. They just looked out. Looked out. Did they on the looks? They did. 
So you you managed to get around him quite well. That's fine. Um, you can see very easily which direction Emeline's headed headed into. It's, uh, well, presumably towards the great big radio tower. Uh, yeah, you, actually, you probably can see it now as you start coming out towards the road. Uh, so that'll make things easier. Right, right. So you're, all, you're all heading in the right direction. Uh, Emeline, you've got a bit of a uh, head start, and Prof, uh, sorry, um, obviously not going to have a lot of input just at this moment. Not at this moment in time, I feel, no. Don't worry, I'll patch you up when we get there. Right. You'll be right as rain. You do know where you're going. You're going to the old silk factory. Um, sorry, you're going to uh, Apex, aren't you? Yes. All right, so you're not heading directly for the transmitter. Ah, right, uh, yes, because yeah, it was closer. Uh, you can get there and uh, park. Um, <laughs> no, I, I can't on, even think of what you, you say. With, with Put on the crook lock. Stop, I feel. <laughs> <laughs> I will turn and press the button so the Back horse can... Into beep, a beep. parking space. And... <laughs> um, right, the... Dismount, I believe. Okay, uh, the building is uh, actually unlocked, but there's nobody in the reception. You're virtually carrying the professor at this point. All right, in the reception, trusting that Benjamin will uh, pay for every yard of these uh, animals with it, with his life, um, that I will then. Uh, Are you hoping he gets killed? I'm just saying it would be a noble thing to do. You know, like. Um, we need a futile gesture at this stage of the war. That's <laughs> interesting. Re- I was reading um, Scott's diary of his last expedition, and there's some very strong hints in there that he'd really like um, Oates to kill himself. <laughs> there's a point he unfurls all the doctor stuff, and he brought some um, some very strong opiates, effectively uh, euthanasia medicine. And he, he's like right in front of Oates, who's got frostbite in both feet and can't walk very far. He's basically like checking it, going, yep, it's all working. It's all fine. The notes doesn't say anything. <laughs> okay, we'll keep going. Anyway, that's basically what I'm doing with Benjamin. Okay. Um, I am going to sort uh, the professor out, and not in the way he's always hoping I will, um, but in a way that hopefully makes him more conscious. You hear some noises, like somebody's moving around, a bit of clattering of... Uh boxes and things coming from what you thought, think was a sort of workshop area, factory floor type section. I'm going to have to not worry about that until I've uh, returned consciousness to the uh, limp body of the professor. Right, uh, let's just see if I can find the uh, healing rules again. <laughs> I basically need a difficulty depending on how bad his wounds are. He's on minus it? one. <clears throat> uh, well, it's, it's the injuries he's taken, isn't it? It's the recovery difference. Mm. Yeah, so... Rather frustratingly, if I were conscious... It's going to be an eight. Uh, no, no, it'll be a six. He's um, he's only got one actual injury. The other one was a flesh wound, so it's... Um... So I need... Uh, assuming my body doesn't affect my first aid skill, which I'm hoping it doesn't... I don't think so. Uh, then I need a seven or less. Yes, it's your mind, which is working fine. So I have rolled an eleven. <laughs> Halfway through the resuscitation, uh, you realise <laughs> this correspondence course is a waste of money. <laughs> Especially oh, since you have to pay for his little advance. I can't believe you've taken any kind of medical skill from another character. You know your track record. 
He's got appendicitis. Anyway, you didn't roll a 12, so he's not dead yet, but he's not in a good way. Um, you, you certainly Basically, have He's trying to kill me, isn't he? <sighs> Can we just go for smelling salts? Uh, yes. Yes, yeah, splash ammonia on his nose, that'll do that. No end of good. <laughs> Never did any harm. You may not have any with you, but you can certainly find some ammonia cleaning solution. It'll do the job. Battery acid, whatever. Um, Both. <laughs> yeah, what harm could it be? Small explosive device. Um, okay, I'll try that. I've uh, got no ideas. He'll come round. <laughs> uh, Professor, you are you are not in a happy place. Am I re- am I conscious? You're conscious, yeah. Um, you've just been woken up with a cloth uh, soaked in ammonia being shoved up your nostril. Not even a carrot soaked in ammonia. Um, <laughs> it wasn't chloroform. <laughs> Oh, so you are you are awake. It's unpleasant, and then the agony hits. Um, you probably got a broken nose. You're, um, you're very scratched up from going through the head. You do look like you've been dragged through a hedge backwards. <laughs> yes, you do. John, I need you to concentrate. I know it's difficult. I need you to concentrate very hard, or we're all fucked. That'll probably make you sit up and pay attention. So that's a little <laughs> wound, please. Oh yes. <laughs> Does she know? Does she know that sort of word? Of course she does. All that time in the Far East. Oh yes, I see. Yes, hanging around with sailors and llamas. <laughs> Don't <laughs> that leave me with your filthy fancies of poor Emily? My filthy fancies. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit like a fondant fancy, but from <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Kipling's After Dark selection. <laughs> Would you like a French fancy? <laughs> well, I need you to focus very hard, John. Sorry, sorry, no. Not you. The other one. But both of you, ideally. Right. Professor. If, if you can't fix this radio right now and do something about those creatures, we're surrounded. Benjamin is out there now, shedding his last drop of blood, I'm sure. Um. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't remember the name of the chap that we were going to meet, but we, we, we had arranged to meet somebody. At this point in the session, the batteries in the recorder failed. While Roger was replacing them, Miss Green helped the professor into the workshop, where Bennett was waiting with the man we had planned to meet at the Marconi factory. Meanwhile, Captain Drake approached the factory. Now read on. He's actually likely and to bleed out on. at this rate, you know. <laughs> I, uh, I have not stabilised him in any way. There's a whistling sound whenever he takes a breath. <laughs> Somebody put a piccolo in there. Um, yeah, Kim, uh, I've, uh, I've known Bennett for years, actually. We used to work together, so, um, so I know he's a sound man. Uh, well, not just a sound man, of course. He does all sorts of engineering. Um, but anyway, I've got uh, a couple of chaps back uh, at Marconi, and we've been trying to work out uh, the details of the frequencies and so on, but if you know exactly what we're doing, we can uh, send them all the details we need and um, try and send out this, what is it, sort of jamming signal? Yeah, yeah, uh, well, that uh, explains basically what I did. Excellent, would you like to make a science roll? Uh, uh, any negatives? I mean, I've got nine. Yeah, you've got uh, you've got a minus two, and you're up against a five. 
So you need nine or less. Okay. Six will do nicely. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Benjamin, you're... Well, you know you're in the right place because there's a horse tied up outside the Apex building, which is normal. Yeah, my, uh, so my basic can... plan is, is to get to the first reasonably defensible point, which is probably the outer door. Right. Uh, the, yep, the outer door is uh, is actually unlocked. It's open. Um, mm-hmm. Looks like somebody's just sort of gone through and inside. It is quite easy to actually either bolt it from the inside or shove a desk in front of it, something like that, if you wanted to. Um... Yeah, as far as I remember, the lab had at least two entrances, didn't it? Uh, yes. Okay, uh, you're, you've dismounted clumsily, but you've done it. Uh, at the door, you can see there are a lot of people um, making their way towards the building. Mm-hmm. The various... Slowly, but in, a, in, in it's obvious that they're all... They know exactly where they're going. Yeah. You know, it's not like watching a normal crowd. A little bit creepy. If ever there was a time for a noble sacrifice, Benjamin. Uh, why like to, uh, why to to, uh, well, you, you have no idea what's running through his mind at the moment, but, but it does involve Macaulay. Um, okay, so what's what's your plan? I'm, I'm basically lo- looking looking for a reasonably sensible point to defend from. And, and setting okay. up there to, to slow, slow down the crowd as much as possible. You could try and um, bolt the door and stand up. You move the desk over to one of the upper windows that will open. Yeah, um, if, if I got an overview, then then that, that'll certainly do. Yeah, there, I, I, I don't I don't expect to finish any of them off, but I can at least slow them down. Okay, you certainly haven't got the ammunition to finish off the entire crowd. Right. Meanwhile, the professor has successfully. Um, Got all the details over between grunts and gas. She looks terribly heroic. Um, assuming you lived through this, which <laughs> is unlikely, uh, it's going to really look good on your resume. <laughs> um, they've transmitted the details across to um, the, the main Marconi area, and uh, you can hear some noise outside. Um, sounds like somebody's at the front door. Barricading I'll things. I'll get to the front door. Yep. Uh, there is a, a familiar military man uh, barricading the front door and getting himself uh, up on the desk with a revolver. Benjamin, you're alive. Yes. Damn it! I've lost the sweepstake. <laughs> I will aid. In I, I wasn't, wasn't able to get Jenkins out. I'm afraid. Oh well. Uh, I'll, I'll, on his way. I'll do whatever Benjamin asks. Uh, in, 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 as a military commander sort of way, he knows exactly. Um, you haven't spent much time in the military, have you? <laughs> I, I just don't understand what it's necessary to do with all this naked, Benjamin. <laughs> it, it's um, so, so that we can tell if you're being infected. <laughs> I will aid Benjamin in the defences. That's my right. What with your hand to hand? With uh, nailing things onto things and hammering and. You can't help yourself, can you? It just all. <laughs> so I was thinking. I was thinking we were going to look, go for a little eighteen monologue there. Right. Let's see. So, and how can uh, man die better than facing fearful odds? The, so there, there may possibly be the sound of somebody throwing uh, 
office supplies out of the uh, receptionist desk, people out the window. There may be a possible, <laughs> uh, possible gunshot. Eat rubber, you mothers! And then there is a massive amount of feedback in the um, in the lab as uh, Kimball reaches over and turns it down rather dramatically. Goes, Sorry, I forgot we got that turned up so high. That's the uh, that's the frequency. Uh, and in what is going to be an anticlimactic DSS machina, the um, the crowd outside is suddenly thrown. Uh, some of them almost thrown to the ground, but they're, they're disrupted completely. They they stop some of them immediately vomiting. They're turning. A few are running away. They've suddenly become a sort of slightly panicked and confused mob, whereas moments ago they were just. Uh, marching automatons. And you notice that some of them, not the majority by any means, but one or two, are starting to sort of dissolve and lose their form. Keep an eye on those. I wonder if they're the most advanced, which might be the leaders, if they have leaders. Other people, as they start to run away, and particularly as they seem to be getting further away, they're dropping to one knee, uh, you know, vomiting immediately into the street. There's an awful lot of people actually throwing up. And even from where you are, you can see some of them. It's it's as if they're throwing up blood. But um, you suspect it's not blood. But um, the people who you guess are farther gone, the bodies are actually coming apart. Oh, we could ask Emmeline to first aid them, but I don't think we have them that much. Of, of sort of <coughs> red noodles. It's like um, beetroot spaghetti being, um, I don't know, dragged through a particularly overwrought metaphor. I've no idea. Anyway. <laughs> it's, it's um, unpleasant. In, in it's very, very ways. unpleasant. Uh, and after a time, it stops. The crowd has, has basically dispersed. You know, <laughs> your, your revolver's empty. Um, mm. Emily's down to her the last stapler and um, uh, the last bit of the phone book. And it's quiet out there. Well, actually, I've always felt that man can, man can die an awful lot better than that. You know, for example, in bed with his wife, or preferably somebody else's wife. <laughs> I, I hope that wasn't a proposition, Benjamin. This is really I, not, not the time. Are you married? <laughs> I've no intention of ever being sick. The professor slumps gently under the table. <laughs> <laughs> do, do we have and a working that, telephone here? Uh, yes, indeed, they do. So, one, so, so let's at least try to get some help for Jenkins as well as the ambulance for us. Right. So, with the um, the sound of the ambulance bell as it uh, homes in on your position... Uh, <laughs> you make bring, it sound so menacing. <laughs> uh, brings the, uh, the adventure to a close. Hooray! We won! Almost not a A few few days later, there's um, there are newspapers around about the um, the virulent, thankfully short-lived outbreak of an unknown tropical disease um, in the vicinity of Chelmsford. So it makes no national news whatsoever. Um, (laughs) Several fatalities, but um, government uh, uh, officials from the Ministry of Health uh, say that scientists and doctors have successfully quashed this uh, this outbreak. And things start getting a bit back to normal. You see the vicar once more, standing, looking occasionally at the uh, at the building. He does give you a faint nod in reply before he 
walks away. Yeah, and then you, you thought, be seeing you, Reverend. Wander back into the office and uh, essentially you're ready to take on another case. And as the door Stop. closes behind you, from across the road, a cat just sits and stares at the office window. Hey. Thank you all very much. Thank you. Thank you, John. That was awesome. You're all dead. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They didn't deader me this time. <laughs> uh, no, I'm amazed you actually got through that. Uh, in fact, even the chauffeur will will have survived. You may possibly end up uh, with a, being sued by the owner of the car. <laughs> I, I think we are simply going to have to buy the car. I said you were supposed to return with a full tank. It's only got half a tank. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that, that's literally all that's left of the car. Is, is the, is... It appears to have been hit by half a tank. <laughs> Which is pretty impressive uh, at this stage. So, um, so there you go. That's the, I'll, the, I'll the type up my report. Never regained consciousness. <laughs> well done. Thank you, John. That's yeah, great you. setting. Great uh, so we can go uh, back to that fairly soonish. I've, I've got a few more ideas. Right. That actually worked, that works really well, actually, I think. Hmm. Uh, yeah. We've got a good there. spread of skills as well. Um. <laughs> I mean, okay, the professor possibly could do with being a little less peaky. Um, <laughs> but you see, a little is, more you think... conscious during the adventures is, is generally. <laughs> well, I think he does need to invent the seatbelt because that was pretty much his undoing. <laughs> <laughs> Ironically. Yeah, I, I think possibly it, it encourages you not to take the obvious combat solution because you're going to die the moment you try. Mm. <laughs> With not, the exception of Emmeline, who is, of course, a machine. Yeah, Emmeline is the combat monkey. Yes, not often I play a combat monkey. Although she's not really designed as such, but compared to you two, bloody hell, she's basically Bruce Lee. With, with due respect, I do have Marksman 6 and Stealth 5. I just have a particular style of combat, which involves not being seen. <laughs> not being and seen. Killing and shooting them in the back of the head from a long distance. Yes. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. He has a certain set of skills. Yes, as do I. Basically, science. Exclamation. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Played in a movie by Magnus Pike. <laughs> <laughs> Right, thank you. So I don't know what you want to do next time. Um, you know, whenever somebody else has got something ready. Well, to I, I'll yeah. probably run my strontium dog next week yes. if you like. Um, you're right for, that, yeah. you're right for next week, is that? Well, uh, the, basically, uh, it's just going to be characters because it's traveller oh, characters. Okay. And it is a, a little involved, but if we do get through that surprisingly quickly, I have got an idea for a, a short job. But I, I'm not planning to make it a long thing, so it might be that finishes fairly shortly. Mm-hmm. 10 or 15 sessions. <laughs> um, so, yeah. It, how how it, did you disarm the people again? Sorry? How did you disarm the people again? I'm sure I've got, a, I've got a book somewhere. It says how to do it. It must be easy. Right, you're really not going to last long. I'm just trying to keep going. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it will be very short. All right. Um, brilliant. Thank you, John. That was awesome. That was really, really good. No way I'm going to live up to that. But I will see you next week regardless. Yeah, see you next time. Cheers. Bye. Bye. Bye.